You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This Is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hunn here host back with another episode in arcadia today in a beautiful barn um i I, can you show me around this place when when we get done because this place is awesome absolutely um but my guest today is brett mcpherson to talk about i guess home designing building um interior design and if you're watching the video in the backdrop you'll see we're in upstairs in your beautiful home or beautiful barn um, I love those green chairs you've got behind you. I have a thing Thank about you. green chairs, the wing back green chairs with kind of oh, the, the Winchester yes. style, right? Uh, yeah. Or cha- is it Winchester style? Mm-hmm. The buttons mm-hmm. just reminds me of like old pub yes. stuff. But yes. oh, we could talk about design forever. Um, but before we do, thanks so much for, for inviting me into the house and, and, and coming on the podcast. Um, a lot of people go, can go to your Instagram uh, while they're listening, if you want to shout it out real quick, yes, designers brew, designers brew. Okay, mm-hmm. and if you if you don't want to go to that right now, I'll post it in the description so you can go to Perfect. that and check it out and follow Brett's cool stuff. Brett's cool stuff. So, um, where I mean, where does it start for you? Like born and raised in Oklahoma? Oh man, I grew up in a, on a cattle ranch okay. in western Oklahoma, so very small town, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I grew up in a town in a, and in a time where interior designers were not a thing. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in the fifth grade, um, a girl moved to Butler, Oklahoma from California, and she knew about designers. And I was like, well, what's that? And so um, in the fifth grade, we started staying in from recess. And we would design houses instead of going outside to play basketball, which I was not good at. Right. So, um, I don't know. I just always wanted to do it. And my dad thought I'd lost my mind. So he actually had an electrical contracting company. And then my mom was a teacher, but he did that until he could buy enough land to farm and ranch the Mm -hmm. full time. And so I always grew up with him bidding floor plans and, you know, I just, I don't know. They always fascinated me. Yeah. So, so living in a barn then is your childhood basically, right? Coming and designing this place. So, um, we bought this land and we, we were going to build a house on this and we were like, well, we'll build a barn house and live in, in the interim. But I said, well, if we do that, I don't want to live in like the basic metal barn. Like we, you know, that's, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't want to do that. And so I think I got my husband into a little bit more than he built off for, (laughs) but, um, I said, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it really, really cool. And, um, we justified kind of making it a little grand because this is going to be our headquarter offices. Mm -hmm. Um, when we're done building in the Lark, we're going to office there while we gotcha. build there. And then when we build here, this will be our design center and construction headquarters. All right. So. So planning along, always planning. Yes. That's always really planning. Yeah. yeah. 
so from that young age, then your friend comes from California and you think design's a thing now. We're going to design and, and instead of playing with Barbies, you're playing with the Barbie's house and designing yes. Barbie's house, right? Yes. And you Way get more into fun that. Than oh, for sure. Um, but obviously you're out in the country, right? You grow up riding horses. Yes. You know, shoveling horse. Yes. All, all of the stuff, all of the hard work. We didn't have a bougie barn where yeah. we brought our horses in. So I didn't actually, you know, muck a lot of stalls right. growing up, but we did have horses and cattle all growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I muck a lot of stalls now. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> we are in a working barn, right? Yes. Uh, so, so from that young age, then, you, you know, I guess you have your idea set on, I'm going to design stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it... I'm going to do this. Everything I do now is towards that as in like school and, or, or yeah. you just, you have a general childhood and like, yeah, I get to ride, ride horses and it comes back. So around. because of my, um, dad's electrical mm-hmm. business, um, he had worked with a few designers and he, he was not encouraging of this career, but at the same time he was because yeah. he said, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to do it right. And so he, my, One of my very first jobs, he had me go work at Ace Hardware. Mm -hmm. And so I learned paint and plumbing and, you know, lumber and all of the things, which I think is so... My husband, which builds, um, he says I have a lot more construction knowledge than than normal, which I'm thankful for. But I just, I root it back to, I worked for a cabinet shop and I worked for Ace Hardware. And so, yes, every single step along the way has been a building block for me. Well, and at the time you probably didn't think it was valuable, but now it comes around and you're, you're, when you talk to your clients about cabinetry and hardware. Totally. Oh, she actually knows what she's talking about. Yes. Right. Rather than most designers, I say most majority of designers don't have that background. They right. come in and they talk about paint colors and, and yeah. design and not the physical hardware itself. Yes. Yeah, so I've been working in the industry to some degree yeah. since I was 16 years old. So I don't, that's a 23 years now. Yeah. So that's awesome. But yeah. it's, it's all towards, like you said, it's all towards, yeah. you know, you, you're, servicing your clients now right and yeah. at the time you might not have you know you've been you're working at ace hardware you don't think it's glamorous or it's going to give you anything it's definitely not glamorous you know? at ace hardware yeah Mm-mm. no but i did learn a lot yeah yeah what did dad want you to do you said he didn't want you to become a designer he wanted me to be a school teacher oh really mm-hmm. i would be in prison if i was a school teacher <laughs> though <laughs> that is not i my don't know tea. how people teach i Mm-mm. just i i mean power or my to nanny them. i'm like yeah. i don't know how you do your job i, I know you're taking care of my kids every yeah. day but i don't know how you do that no it's it's a skill it's a, and it's, it's a, a gift yeah, it's a right. it's not for me no i agree with you I, i've said this many times on the podcast i would i wouldn't survive teachers should be our highest paid position i agree of mm-hmm. anything yeah in the whole world yeah they put up with a lot of yes. lot of crap commend and don't get paid enough for it no commend all of them so he would have had you as a teacher in in the local town then oh yes yes yeah. yes and marrying a farmer because you know I got right my of course off, so <laughs> and you'd have been working on the farm that summer too, yes right? yes yeah mm-hmm. what about your mom what does she want uh, to do so my mom um i will say they were very encouraging of whatever we wanted to do. So it wasn't, I mean, it was more like they shook their heads in silence and you knew that what they thought, but they weren't openly discouraging of it. And Mm -hmm. so, um, 
when they learned that I was serious about it, they, yeah. I mean, they supported me. I really don't think they thought I was going to be able to pay my bills though. Even graduating college, they're like, okay, now what? Right. Uh, but slowly just, waiting for that dream of yours to like, for you to realize, Hey, this isn't possible. I need to go get a yeah. job, get a job. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, luckily simultaneously when I was in college, which would have been about like 2000 to 2005, I feel like HGTV was really becoming mm-hmm. a thing. I mean, really for the first time. And I mean, it sounds crazy to say, but like the internet was like kind right. of just becoming a thing, like, you know, within the last 10 years mm-hmm. of that period. And that was a game changer for our industry. So you couldn't sit at home and Google and Pinterest before then, right. but all of these things worked in conjunction in the period when I entered this field that absolutely changed it for everyone. So raise more awareness so people realize what's possible for their own house, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when they realize that they, their husband says, Hey, I can do this. And then he tries and he fails. Then they call in a professional. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I just skip that phase and say, I'm, you know, to my wife, we need to call someone in Mm because I'm not deemed trying. Yes. Yeah. Know so you, know your weaknesses. Hundred percent. I yeah. I'm. She's happy that I just say that as well. Um. So so you you just mentioned university. So you're going through high school, designing all this stuff. You know, working and the design mm-hmm. is on the brain, and everything's working towards uh, coming around to go to university. Um, where do you go and, and what do you study? So at that time, uh, in about 1999, 2000 is when I graduated, um, Oklahoma State University in Stillwater, were, they were one of the top 10 design schools in the nation. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't grow up being a huge Pokes fan, but um, yeah. that's where I chose to go because they were, I mean, they were really the best in the country and they were yeah. um, fighter accredited and all of these things. So I went there because of their design school for sure. So when you go to Stillwater, you go to design school, mm-hmm. for those people who aren't aware, what is it? What is design school? What's yeah. it like? What, what what's day to day like, you know? We just like fluff pillows. Just, and yeah, stuff. and talk about paint yeah. codes and yeah. that's it, right? Like, totally. what, I mean, what do you do all day? So um, you start in a drafting class. Okay. Um, I mean, you really start from the basics. So you take art classes. Um, you, I mean, you study historic art, current art. You take actual art classes where you're doing art. Mm-hmm. Um, I took tons of drafting classes, drawing classes. Lots of, um, people don't expect this, but a lot of science classes. So a lot of textile, um, you know, studying fibers mm-hmm. and um, the chemistry of, of all of that. Um, lots of math. Um, math is so vital. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I don't use, I mean, I use geometry and algebra on a daily basis all day long. So, yeah. um, those things aren't, you, you don't really think of that being, I never would have thought that yeah. you said that like yeah. math would have been a big thing. I mean, math is a huge thing. I mean, I'm calculating things, square footages or cubic footages mm-hmm. or, um, uh, lighting. I took actual classes just to study, um, how to illuminate a room and like how the shadows would work and mm. the casting and like how to off balance that, yeah. um, shade and, you know, shading of purposefully doing that or purposefully, um, you know, lighting up art or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, art history, I mentioned that, um, furniture history, like we took classes that, you know, so we could study where the roots of furniture came from and the design and the designers and history, you know, before design was really a true thing, Mm -hmm. but there was still, um, 
Charles Eastlake and like, you know, a lot of historic people that right. put themselves on the map. And, and you dive into ergonomics and the whole, oh, all the rest of it that goes ergonomics, in. Yeah. Totally. Um, I'm trying to think what all the courses were. Um, what was your big project that you did? Did you do like a final project every year or was it just your senior yeah, year that you did so, a huge project? No, we did projects. Um, we did, we had big projects yeah. a lot. So we would typically do like one per course per mm-hmm. semester. So, yeah. um, but our, so a lot of people don't know this, but when you enter as a freshman, I don't know if it's like that now, but mm-hmm. when I entered, there's about a hundred freshmen that come in for design school, but they only accept 33 students at the end of sophomore year. Wow. So you could be one of 67 students that got cut right. easily. So two, you had two thirds chance that you were not going to get into yeah, design yeah. school. And so you kind of had to roll the dice. Like, how bad do you want this coming in freshman year and thinking I'm good enough. I'm going to make the cut right? or I'm going to take two years of college and like either you have to wait a full year to reapply to design school. Yeah. So, um, thankfully I made the cut and But if you don't, like you could take those hours, a lot of them, and put them towards a merchandising degree or something like that. Would they get designed as a minor as well? I don't really think that was an option. You didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't don't really think, like, uh, I had a roommate that didn't make design school and she minored in, uh, or she just switched her major to merchandising. So um, a lot of people just, they would, it's a very difficult program. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, it's very, it's not like you have to be super intellectual, but you have to be very dedicated. Mm -hmm. I mean, tons of, oh, I took tons of AutoCAD classes and computer classes and, um, that's all changed now, right? With all technology and everything. Now it's much easier now than it was, Mm -hmm. you know, doing AutoCAD. And I had a couple of design, our back home, it was design technology classes. Um, and I like loved them because we got to do, you know, build stuff and hang out and like, you know, to walk into my this is super UK as well. I used to walk into my, my teacher's classroom and just put the kettle on and, and have a cup of tea with all my mates and my t- and my teacher and talk about what we're going to do today. Yeah. And we had like a laser cutter and, and all this stuff. And, and we cool. some of the best stories that we've got, you know, from high school are from, are from cool. that, from that, that teacher, uh, Mr. Catton, who's hilarious. Um, funny how you but we used to build them. stuff, right? We used to mm-hmm. build like, you know, furniture or chairs or shelving was like our projects that we did. And, um, with the laser cutter, I think I just designed like a kid's, um, puzzle or whatever. Super easy to do. I think I still have it some back, back home cool. somewhere. Probably looks terrible. But at the time I thought I'm it was sure the coolest fabulous. thing ever, right? It was like a tractor. Yeah. Um, in high school, I actually, actually, uh, yeah. In high school I had a wood shop class and I mm-hmm. built a headboard and I just, I loved that. Right. One day There's some pride to, you get in there from yeah. making something new. Like, I've done made this with my own hands. Yeah. And it, it's smooth. And it gives you, know, you an you spend appreciation hours on it and for things. When someone gives you a file, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, this is perfect because I spent hours filing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely gives you a certain sense of appreciation. Yes. Uh, so back to school then, you make the cut. And then, you know, like I'm clearly good at this now because I've made the cut and I'm, you know, I passed on. it. Your parents another way to prove to them that you're clearly going to be good at what you do. Yeah. So that's like an eight hour exam. Yeah. Uh, and so you go in that morning for the, that exam for the admissions exam and you design an entire house that day. So you draw a floor plan, you do a furniture plan, Mm -hmm. 
I still to this day don't know how we did all that we did in those right. eight hours. Um, in one, si- in one sitting, it. eight in hours, one, sitting. one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's intense. I mean, I don't even remember taking a restroom or a lunch break that day. Like, it was, it was very intense. Yeah. Yeah. But you make the cut. I made the cut. And then you go on to what is design school then mm-hmm. of those 33 people. Yes. And then is it just kind of, because the class has now shrunk, it's probably more focused Very. on, you know, it's, it's more mm-hmm. intimate, it's more focused and, and, and you, you dive into so much stuff. You better like your classmates because you have every class right. all day, every day with them for the next two years. So you, it's funny because if you, if people are like, oh, I knew so-and-so in design school, you never met them because you only had your year. Right. So you couldn't take classes outside of your your year. So they very much went in sequence. Yeah. So you didn't really have much of a college life then as as some would, would, as others, I guess, I would, would say it's would different for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cause you spend all of your time in the labs, right? Either the computer kind of labs a lot or like the... an athlete then kind of similar, right? Cause after college athletes, I mean, yeah, you know, I guess so the hours that mm-hmm. you probably spend yeah. the, that they spend being an athlete, yeah. you spend in the lab and stuff. Architecture school's very much the same way. Mm-hmm. Only there's uh, yeah, you're in just a little. Yeah. Did, but do you go to games? Were you, do you have time to go to games and enjoy So I worked in bit? college and okay. I waited tables. And so my big dates to make money were game days. Yeah. So unfortunately, I went to very few games because I was working. Where did you wait tables? Uh, Stillwater Bay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it still there? No, no, it's not. It was one of Stan Clark's four restaurants. Okay. And it's... Um, I think he only has one now. Only but, one survived, mm-hmm. but it's the most famous one, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I was up there last weekend for, for homecoming. Oh, I, I you were. I didn't go there, but my father-in-law was a huge KU fan, unfortunately. Um, he didn't have a good weekend. No, he did not have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. But, he didn't uh, have a good weekend at all. We went, yeah, we, we went up there and, and friends of ours get tickets. So I got a text this week saying, or last week saying, hey, we have tickets. Do you find someone to come with us? And I was like, this is... Gorgeous day I'm for already, a game. I'm already like the favorite son-in-law. <laughs> Uh, and, of course you and are. And guaranteed my brother and sister-in-law aren't, aren't listening to this, but I'm already the favorite. And now I've kind of cemented myself as a favorite because yeah. they had really good seats. Um, yeah. But what surprised me, on two occasions, we were, were in town. We went to Fuzzy's for lunch first and then went from there to the Copper Penny to have a few drinks. And he doesn't drink, so he drove, which was great for me. Was great. Uh, so on two separate occasions, two people came up to him and said, welcome to Stillwater. Oh, that's and awesome. And I was like, I mean, we were in town for like three hours already, right? And I'm like mm-hmm. waiting for someone to give him crap. Right. Because he's like, we got to- he's decked out. Yeah, oh, head to toe. Yeah. Like, and he's 6'5 as well. Like, he's yeah. not small and he had you the KU hat and him. t-shirt and pullover. I mean, the whole thing, right? And he's in bright blue and everyone else is in black and orange. And two separate occasions, someone came over and that's said, cool. welcome to Stillwater. And I, I was I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, I, I was. I'm not now because like Oklahoman's yeah. generally nice. But on game day, that makes me happy. Someone yeah. to give him like a little bit of you know a little mm-hmm. bit of jip, but nobody did. And That's like, awesome. I kind of wanted somebody to right because he's kind of like he would you know, say something back in a nice way and like he's got he's very You're like kind this of, could be fun. This is holy. Yeah, I'm waiting for this moment. And it never happened. I'm like oh, even oh, when they were like down that makes by me fifty so points. Happy. Yeah, so yeah. he did enjoy himself, just not not watching the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great university, great That's town. Good to hear. I was, I was, I was, I was kind of like proud, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I never right. went to OSU, but I was taking him there as an OSU yeah. fan, and I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of a cool thing. I didn't expect it. It's a large university, and I have a client. Her son is there right mm-hmm. now, and he, um, he got COVID, and so I had to tell yeah. the school why he was going to be in quarantine and stuff, and the 
uh, there's a team within the university and they called him mm-hmm. to see if he needed groceries or food or medicine. Yeah. And I was just like, that's a large that's university really nice. and they had, you know, a dedicated they, team. Yeah. A dedicated yeah, yeah, team yeah. for that. And I'm just like, that's just the heart of right. how that school runs. Yeah. It's, uh, which is cool. It is really cool. Um, so back to yourself, you, we, last two years of design school are very, very intense, but it goes extremely well because obviously you have a job in it. Uh, what, where do we go from, from kind of, I guess, like senior year graduating and do you go get a job somewhere? Yeah, like, do you so go you take and an work internship. Somebody? Okay. Um, and I... During your school time or yeah, after? Yeah, so okay. uh, the, between your junior and senior year, sure. you take an internship. It's required for graduation. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the very few, I think 28, of us ended up graduating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was one of two that was choosing to go the residential route. I'd, I had no interest really? in commercial. And so yeah. the majority of people go to commercial then? Oh, like... Yeah. Yes. Most... I shouldn't say most. A lot of um, residential designers don't typically get a degree. Uh, okay. But commercial, yeah. I would say almost all of right. them have to have a degree to work for a firm. You've got to have that piece of paper to yeah, say you're yes. qualified. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So um, I chose to go the residential route. And um, so I wanted to work for a home builder mm-hmm. that also had an on-staff designer, which I didn't think sounded like anything right. challenging to find, but it was. There were yeah, only two yeah. builders in the metro area that did that. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to come to the metro area. Um, so I came to work for Caleb McCaleb and mm-hmm. I worked there for my internship. And unfortunately, I didn't get to learn a lot about design, but yeah, I did yeah. um, work on the sales team. So I just really got to know the construction yeah. industry and the superintendent at the time, he kind of took me under his wing mm-hmm. and he really taught me a lot about construction yeah, and yeah. took me to job sites and it was it was a very good learning experience. Was he surprised by how much you knew as well about construction um, side I of things? I would say at that time, I mean I had just Yeah. With like uh, your maybe, backing growing up. Yeah, and, maybe and like a little stuff. bit, yeah. but he was his knowledge was mm-hmm. so far beyond mine. So it yeah. was I learned so much from and him. Caleb and the whole family, they're super nice people, right? Yeah, the they're whole family so nice. are awesome. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun working for him. Yeah. So he was like don't go, don't go finish at OSU. Like stay here and yeah, finish you have at a job. UCO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause his wife was the designer and she mm-hmm. was very talented and she also taught interior design at UCO. Okay. But I was like, no, I'm going to go finish at Oklahoma finish state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did, but he gave me a job out of college. So mm-hmm. I went to work for him right out of college and then not like maybe a year later, um, yeah. started my own all right. Thing, so. The first time I met him, we had a closing, uh, a client bought a house in Outer Banks. Okay. One of those, like that little community, the gated yeah. kind of older community. One of the yeah. client bought a house there. And the first time we met him was then. He was just, couldn't have been nicer. Like, yeah. so great. That's cool. Um, and obviously they build great homes and, and a plenty do. of neighborhoods on that kind of yeah. north north side of town, right? Mm-hmm. So it was really, really cool. Um, so, so you go home, you go back to school, you graduate, and then, like I said, a year later, after mm-hmm. getting a job, you think, you know what? It's time for me to do my own thing. Yes. It's time for me to step out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, was young. I was yeah. only 23, I think. Okay. Whenever I quit and yeah. started... 
23 or 24. Did yeah. you have a client base built up or just oh, like, no. you know, I'm going for it. Oh, we'll gosh, see what happens. No. Yeah. I was young and dumb and like, <laughs> luckily, like ignorant enough to not, I mean, yeah, I knew, um, that I could wait tables or bartend or yeah. something just to make ends meet if mm-hmm. I had to. And I did, yeah. um, for about at least a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had like two very small projects, yeah. but I did, I bartended at the lazy E and, um, luckily that was just event to event. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a full-time gig. So I right. really got to dedicate. Someone gave me a really great piece of advice when you're starting a company, mm-hmm. they were like, you're not going to have enough work to need an eight hour yeah. day. Yeah. So what I like devote Monday through Friday, eight to five to mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. And they're like, if that means you're doing marketing, if that means that you're knocking on doors, like whatever it is, work on your website, learn something in your trade, like do something to like build your knowledge base or just something. And I, I really devoted my days to that every day. Even when I didn't have work, I would do something to further the business. And it, I mean, obviously that advice paid off, right? It did. And it, it did. It's amazing, I think, back to that point, right, how much time we actually have. Mm-hmm. And when you really assess the time that you're spending, you realize how much time you're wasting yeah. doing absolutely nothing practical or nothing that's Especially furthering now. your business. I think social media now is such a time waster. Yeah. I mean, if I'm 15 minutes early to a meeting, I'll just sit there. And then also, like, checking emails on your phone. I mean, I could, I could check bad. emails all day, every yeah. day. But it's like... You know, you you rewind 15 years ago, and you really didn't have that, right? And the yeah, but you also didn't have those. That can be very advantageous mm-hmm. to building a business too. You Definitely. know, so you have to just know to utilize those things, but yeah. also not let them waste your time. Right, for sure. Where was that first solo project that you had then when you started your business? So there is a lady, um, I still love her to this day in Cushing, Oklahoma. Yeah. And she, I think I had some like little things, but um, like the rooms, guy that- Like se- separate yeah, rooms and redesigns little, and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm, Decorating projects, I would say. But um, the gentleman that I worked for in college, John Willman, um, the cap, the guy that owned the cabinet shop, yeah. he did renovations also. And so I called him and then we had done, um, Ron Walker is, he was a really high end builder in Stillwater for mm-hmm. many years. And so I called those two people and I told them that what I was doing. Yeah. And so John called me with the renovation in Cushing yeah. and I went, you're always out of your league when you're first starting out in something. But this lady, we took her house down to studs and built it back. And it was just such a fun project. It was, she was just, she was all business. She was a CPA, like very matter of fact. Um, But we had so much fun together and we just developed a friendship and really created something special. And I mean, if you do a good job in whatever industry you are, it's just, I always let word of mouth be my number one marketing mm-hmm. tool. And I just, I never have hurt for work. Um, I did in 2008, um, I had to take a contract with the state of Oklahoma and I did public libraries for a few years. It yeah. was 
It was awful. It was the worst. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Um, because you probably had guidelines, right? Oh. You're like, it's got to be look like this, this color. It's can't, it, you, you it cannot be your, you can't be money on top of that. You can't be personality, right? You so, can't put your design touch on it. It's, mm. I have to go do this. And, I just don't like the commercial design field. I don't right. like any, I mean, it, it's sterile. Like, yeah. I don't like the furniture. I don't like the, I don't like anything about yeah. it. Um, I enjoy, I appreciate a good commercial space when I go into it and I, I appreciate it, but I do not want to do hospitality right. or, I mean, that just, it's not my jam. No. So right. I just had to, I had to follow guidelines. I had to do all kinds of things by strict code. But on top of that, I had to, librarians are unique people. Very. <laughs> so I had to work with them. And then also the grant money, the ladies in charge of the grant money, it was just, I'm thankful for the work. I'm thankful it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's a learning so, experience, right? Yes. And it reminds you why you don't want to do commercial. Yes. Which is yes. Va- very valuable. Yes. Uh, but God gave me a way to keep afloat, so. That's awesome. Opportunities, right? Yes. Yeah. The, 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 we've all got to do things that we, like like I said, for, for, to keep us afloat. It's a yes. great project. It serves its purpose. Um, you've done it, so you can say you've done it. But now you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about doing it again. Um, from back to what you said, working hard and word of mouth business, you know, kind of lets, lets it go from there. You're right. Like you let your work speak for yourself, don't you? Mm -hmm. The harder you work and the, you know, especially if you're good at it. I mean, if you work really hard and you're not very good at it, they'll tell you (laughs) and you won't have any business. Right. Um, but by doing that, you know, it's, it's kind of. It's kind of the, it's, it's kind of difficult, right? Because you you like you're waiting for the phone to ring on you because mm-hmm. of someone who's seen your work or At friend, first, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Now, but it's a snowball effect, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like it once is it a starts, if your word gets out there and you mm-hmm. do more projects, you've got people effectively working for you, saying mm-hmm. you should hire because she's awesome because she did this great. We look at my house. Like mm-hmm. they become your sales force effectively when, when they invite people over and their friends say, Oh my gosh, who did this? And, and your referrals like, are so much more yeah. qualified than like seeing your name on a billboard. Right. It's, it's a different salad. And it? touching on something that you just said, um, I was not always awesome. Like mm-hmm. when I went to art school, when I went to design school and I took my first art class, I had never picked up a pencil. My yeah. brother drew, but I n- never did ever. So my first drawing class was rough, but I actually had a design, uh, a teacher in design school. Mm-hmm. And she told me our freshman year, she's like, sister, I just don't think you've got it. Like you really need to like really think about right. this. Cause this was pre- you know, like you're about to spend two years of your life yeah. pre-design school application. Right. And I'm like, nope, this is it. So if you're working towards something and it's not coming natural, but you want it bad enough, yeah. I just think hard work goes a long way. Definitely. Uh, so word of mouth kicking off, businesses coming in, phones ringing. Um, and then I guess you, you, you're, you're off to the races. You kind of develop your style then, right? Like you develop your kind of not thing. At first, not, not at first. No, I would say, um, I've been in business about 15 ish years, almost 16 years. Okay. And I would say until Instagram really became a huge part of my business. Yeah. My style was whatever my clients asked of me. So, um, I did some really ugly things for a long time. 
But but you, but you did what your clients asked. I of did you. what my clients asked yeah. of me. But Instagram kind of gives you the freedom to showcase your favorite things, right. which kind of like brings those type of clients to you. Okay. So Instagram has really helped me kind of niche myself into. I mean, my passion in life is rural America. Yeah. And so it's really helped me find my cabins in Broken Bow, like find Mm -hmm. my ranches, find my, you know, farmers and ranchers out there. Um, I mean, I do love to do a good modern project here and there. Uh, I'm really weird because I like super modern Scandinavian and I like really... Bright lights, glass, steel work. Totally. I love that stuff. White spaces. But I also love ranching communities and all right. of the lodgy kind of things. Everything that you see in the background, if you're watching yes. the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scandinavian Western is what I say. My, my <laughs> yeah. personal style is. So, yeah. you know, when I really um, had enough money that my husband and I started mm-hmm. building, he's a builder, so we got to build things that we loved that mm-hmm. you really didn't see in the market. We were rewind, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, yeah. eight, eight years ago, we built a white farmhouse and it was one of the first white farmhouses in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I remember telling my painter, I wanted it seven zero zero six extra white. And yeah. he called and he goes, I think there's been a mistake on this uh, paint deck. And I'm like, don't make me second guess it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Arturo, don't do that to me. And so just do it. And fast forward is just, you know, a trend. Yeah. And then when I wanted to paint the barn black, people were like, what are you doing? But now that's now like very you, common. Yeah. Cause you yeah. pull in here over the little hill and you come yeah. down and you see this barn. You're like, you'd expect that, it to be red or right. white, but not black. But now it's like, you know, a thing. Right. So, we really love to kind of, you know, you get bored of what you do all the time. Right. So I really love yeah, to like yeah, yeah. bring an edge to that and mm-hmm. just kind of be a little bit forward thinking. Right. Well, like, tra- you, like you said, the great thing about Instagram is that, you know, yes. you see stuff or Pinterest yes. or whatever. You see mm-hmm. these things from all over the world yeah. and you're like, okay, we haven't seen this in Oklahoma yet. Yes. Part of us being in the middle and everything yeah. comes in from the coasts, right? Totally. But you get to be those those first movers here yeah. to set that. And even and now, like, you know, that. they're building, you know, back to McCaleb Homes or, you know, any of the home, big scale home builders in Oklahoma City that, that just build hundreds of houses a year. Mm-hmm. You're seeing them now. Yeah. Black, white, uh, yeah. what painting, all blue over. house. There's a house in Arcadia that's currently for sale. It's all blue. The whole mm-hmm. house is blue on mm-hmm. the outside. And I'm like, blue's my favorite color. So I was like, oh. mm. it's on like 10 acres. I'm like, I'd, yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll take that. But, you know, like I said, five, you know, eight years ago, or five, even five years ago, if you said someone just, you know, blue and white farmhouse. Like, yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. Is that from a music video? Right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Now it's more accepted, right? Totally. people have social media and they get to see it around the mm-hmm. world. Which for you on the design side, when a client comes to you and says, I think I want to try this. And you're like, yes. Yes now or hard no. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> have we had any of those hard no's? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Have we had to politely speak someone out of an idea? My clients, um, they laugh at me all the time because yeah. they're like, oh, we know when it's a no, you know, because you're like, It's oh, written all over your face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really hide my expressions. Yeah. Um, but I tell him, I'm like, you pay me way too much money to let me let you do something that. Right. You're paying me for my, my schooling and my experience, yeah. not for me to be a yes person. Yeah. I'm definitely say, not a yes person. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they want to do things that I'm like, I'm not sure, but maybe. And so, you know, as it's like putting a giant puzzle together and it right. either works in the end or. You know, there's something that just, well, we, I know you really wanted that, but we can't yeah. mix that in there. So I really do try and mm-hmm. 
bring all of their personality, right. husband and wife and family, you know, into a project. Yeah, yeah. Which I love that. Definitely. Um, you mentioned just previously about Broken Bow, and then we've both, mm-hmm. I stayed at the cabin that you designed. Yes. It was one of our videos Leavista. that we did recently. Beautiful cabin. Um, didn't get to use the hot tub, sadly. Oh, um, but that makes me sad I know, for but you. I played a lot of pool down okay. there, and, and my videographer he's not going to like this, but I beat him in pool every game. He was oh. not very happy with that. He's like, are you any good? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm okay. So you lied. <laughs> kind of, yeah, I kind of hustle. Well, I'm okay to, I'm him. okay to people back home because we play pool all oh. the time. And the thing is, people don't know this, European pool tables have smaller pockets than the US oh, pool tables. so you have a so, wide advantage Exactly. So I come here, I'm like, it looks like sticking. It's you know, like, like a basketball hoop. That's your... Yes. Okay. Um, so I kind of round How the table. How much smaller are the pockets? Almost half the size. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's much oh. harder to play. Much, much harder. You can't like... You know, out here when you play pool and you kind of run one down the pool table, like down the, yes. down the side of it. You're back right home, you can, it's very tight. You can't really do that. Whereas here, you're like, oh, I can easily do that. Like, look at that. It's a, it's yeah. So, it's, I won't so never play European at pool. I won't, yeah, it's a no. life lesson for you and people listening. No. Uh, two current, yeah, we're talk, talking about the, the the broken bow then, and that's mm-hmm. not just the first one you've done. Is there's, there's in, you're working on one right that now? That wasn't my first. Um, I had done one prior to Rio yeah. Vista. Um, it was called uh, the Vicero, mm-hmm. and. That has recently sold. And then Rio Vista was one of the larger ones that I had done. And then I have one in a little town really near there called Ringgold right Mm now. And the people that go to Ringgold are more for fishing. Like they only go there to fish. But we're doing a sweet little couples forever home there. And then I have another large one for the owner of Rio Vista um, down on the river. They bought Mm -hmm. the Boy Scout retreat ranch there and so that place is incredible so we're renovating and adding on and then they just told me yesterday that they want to do um, a series of tiny homes on the river which will be really really neat and then I have a really large um, seven bedroom seven bath Mm. in really close to town town in Broken Bow there's a really cool neighborhood um I, my directions are challenged down there, but it's like north of town, just barely, where the new gotcha. um, Lambert. Um, there's a store going yeah, in yeah, up there. Yeah. There's a really cool neighborhood, really close to town. So um, I have I have a few going there right now. It, it must be nice for you as a designer to get these to go to Broken Bow and have like. I mean, the cabins down there, they're all unique, right? They're all yeah. different. They're beautiful. I mean, people bring and their A game down Yeah, there. it's really, really cool because that's probably nothing you probably, I mean, I, I'd say probably, you probably haven't done something like that in in Oklahoma before, maybe? Being no. like on the river and just that yeah. scene and like the yeah. willingness to like, this is not Oklahoma. This is Broken Bow. This is a cabin. This is like, yeah. push the boat out. Yeah. This is kind of our idea, but run with it. Mm-hmm. No, there, I, I mean, I wouldn't say... There are a lot of vacation communities, but mm. nobody brings their A-game like they yeah. bring it down to the Hochatown area. I mean, every every property on the market is very well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to compete with the market down there if you're no. not Right. They've impressive. set that standard, haven't they, already? Yes, and now they've they're... set the standard, yeah. and it's, it's high. The mm. bar is high. 
Yeah. So, which was really fun. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially like I said, for, from your perspective, you get mm-hmm. to go and do your best work, right? And know that hey, this is, they mm-hmm. want to make it better than the next one, or that yes. they, you know they're competing for. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty, plenty of competition down there as well. But you're competing for travel dollars and, and yeah. to bring people in, not just from Oklahoma, but yeah. Dallas, Texas, wherever. Yeah, it's uh, it's real. It, it's neat. And for people listening, if you haven't been down there, it's totally worth going. It is. It's um, um, any time it's of year. Colorado and Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, and it's what four hours away drive. It's nothing yeah, from here. Yeah, yeah, and the first yeah. three hours are on the highway. The last last hour of it is actually through the yeah. through the woods, which is actually the fun Body part. Body self service, like you're yeah self service. You don't need you're that. You're destined <laughs> for an actual vacation because nobody can call you anyway. So it's brilliant. Um, the the big one that I have going right now, though, we're really trying to bring something new to the area. So mm-hmm. we're bringing um, Becky Owens has an awesome Instagram page, and she's a big designer, mm-hmm. and we've taken inspiration from one of her gorgeous places. So we're bringing something a little, a little different, we hope to that area. It's not new to the whole world, but new to that area. So I'm excited for that guy to come. Yeah, no doubt. Come to full life. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, just that place in general, isn't it? And like I said, to do something different, yeah. even down there is, yeah. is way different to most of the stuff in the Metro. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back though, to the Metro, what you know, doing kind of this the work that you do, it's not just your average cook, cookie get a home, right? It is in the luxury field where people have the ability to push the boat out mm-hmm. and design something that they want. For the most part, it's probably like their goal home, their forever home. Yes. They want to make a lot it of forever homes. They want to make it right and perfect. Mm-hmm. And you have the amazing job of getting to bring their vision and match your vision to light like the, i can't imagine the satisfaction and that you get from just seeing the smiling faces from them when it is done and they walk in the door and like oh my gosh this is insane you know yeah. or they get family over and you just get raving reviews from their family and back to word of mouth business it helps i need to see a lot less of that than i i you know i wish i got to see a lot yeah. more of that but a lot of times it's um you know, you don't, you don't get to see the reactions, right. but, um, you know, you get feedback and stuff, which is fun, but mm-hmm. yes, no, that is a very, um, gratifying. Yeah. A lot of times I'll push people. It seems to be where I push them to kind of go outside their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. tends to be a lot of times like their favorite things. Right. So they're like, you know how you really made me yeah. branch out really of my want to do this, box, but, but this is yeah. my favorite thing. I yeah. get that a lot. Mm-hmm. So well, I think it's because people aren't aware of, of the stuff that's out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially the people who are living in these houses, they're successful people for the most part, they don't have time to scroll doom, scroll right. the internet to find mm-hmm. out what they want and what they don't want. They're just unaware of it because they're busy building their business mm-hmm. or doing whatever yeah. or doing their work. I think people are scared to be bold, mm-hmm. but I always tell them, I'm like, if you, if you don't want to look like everyone else, you have right. to be bold. You yeah. have to make, we don't want everything to be like a, Oh gosh, where do I look? Right. But we want, you know, we want to make statements. And it's, so, it's got to feel like a home as well, yeah, isn't it? Not absolutely. like a museum piece or a commercial yes. space that you walk into and you're like, yes. I don't want to do anything in here because it'll look out of place, yes. right? You've got guests coming over and you don't want them to feel like they're tiptoeing around. Right. It's got to feel like a home too. Yeah, I'm very big on that, especially now that I have three small children. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we have to design things that people can live in. Yeah. And I don't want you to be scared for your kids to come home and mess something up. You right. know, it's just, um, you have to... You have to feel it. It's got to be real, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. got to be real. Uh, any projects that you have either coming up or actually, no, there's, there's two, sorry, there's two separate questions here. Um, 
if you what for the, if you get to work on something, it might even be the next project. Um, what haven't you done yet that you want to work on? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Thank you. What haven't I done? Yeah. If someone comes to you and says, oh, I'm building a house to. and you get to pick it, you know, do it. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, it could be even be your personal house. What, what's coming up or ways that you'd like to do things? I will say my personal house, um, I have bits and pieces of it worked out in my mind, mm-hmm. but it's going to be more than likely unless life brings us some huge curveball where mm-hmm. we retire and stay for the long haul. Right. It's on this property. So I'm really not rushing that house because mm-hmm. I I haven't worked it out mentally yet, but I really want a lot of um, Santa Fe elements, mm-hmm. a lot of New Mexico Santa Fe elements, but really clean line rustic. Okay. So I kind of want to weave a lot of different visions that I love into that home. Um, but I'm not rushing it. So yeah. that is going to be one that I'm excited for. We're hoping to start it in maybe a couple of years, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm not mentally ready yet. Yeah. Uh, but I did have some people come. There's a few cool modern mountain kind of homes here in Oklahoma, but um, I think the lodgy, mountain resorts that you see kind of restoration hardware has kind of a ski resort line right now. I love that clean modern line with like the really rustic woods, but Mm -hmm. like still integrated with your bright whites, but they're more of like a soft tonal white, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that's like an incredible look. Um, I would like to maybe design some like lighting lines or maybe uh, this seems silly, but outdoor lighting is so like outdoor chandeliers do not exist in our industry. Yeah. I mean, if you want anything very large at all, you've got like six in the industry to pick from. Mm. It's, it's astonishing how small it is. Yeah. So I'm like, why is nobody doing that? Right. And I find that perplexing. So I don't know, maybe someday I might collaborate with um, some furniture makers or Mm -hmm. lighting makers and maybe just do some private label stuff. Yeah. I love the one that we have in here, right? Yeah, so, so this cool. is one. Um, yeah. Antler Works did it, and yeah. I've done work with them for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And I came to the, he sold it, but they, the guy that owned that originally, his name was Sean. And I said, hey, Sean, have you ever done um, a black elk chandelier? Yeah. And he was like, once. And I was like, well, how did that go? And he said, well, it was for a goth bar in New York City. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not really the vibe I'm going for. <laughs> right. But I think I want to try it. And he's yeah. like, I think we should do it. Yeah. So I love how it turned out. Um, <laughs> I told my husband it was large. And I was like, I made it small enough to come in these double doors behind you. Yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah. But it showed up on the truck and they they had to get it up here and he called me and I was like oh no are you mad and he was like no it's awesome he's right. like it's just so it's big just mad. it looked yeah. much better when you when you hang it up right yeah. and but you on put the it floor, up here it and looks, it's like yeah. well that's not that big right. but when it's sitting downstairs and you have to figure out how to get it upstairs mm. it was quite large yeah I'm sure like it you know just the style that you you have here and I know you mentioned your husband's a home builder and and you know, I have never met your husband, but I assume he loves hunting. 
and just the style of things. So I, you know, for him to have a wife that, that wants to make a chandelier out of elk, yeah. like, and that's more I'm me sure driving you, that than yeah, him for sure. I'm sure you were super just happy to be like, you know what? I'm really lucky because there's most hunting husbands out there that want right. to mount ahead, like, and the wife's like, you are out of your mind. Not it's going not happening. House. And I'm like, yes, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm always the husband's advocate of bringing the dead stuff inside. <laughs> And the wives are like, oh, okay, if she says it's okay. Yeah. And we can we can make it a piece yeah. of the house, right? I have a really cool project at uh, Stewart Ranch is the oldest ranch in Oklahoma. I want to get down there and meet, I can hook um, you up with them. They are the kindest, Sherry? coolest What's people. What's the lady's um, name? Terry. She was Terry. Terry. She was just Force. inducted in the Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She's... She's fabulous. And I just Clay met and, Clay. Yeah, so Clay yeah. is my client because he okay. runs the outfitting business. Amazing. And then Robert does more of the cattle and the horse side. Gotcha. So um, they're just incredible people. Great story. Mm -hmm. They'd be great for the podcast. But we're doing a lodge for the outfitting business. Yeah. And it's going to be really, really neat. But they're so funny because he's like, I just, I don't want it to be a typical lodge right. that you would think of like a hunting lodge. Like, I don't want dead stuff everywhere. And I'm like... I think that I want more dead stuff right. on the walls than he the does. Trophies. Like, I mean, come on. I'm going to like fight for your trophies, you yeah. know? But um, he's like, I don't want it to be, you know, I don't want it to look like every other lodge that's yeah, out there. He's like, yeah. He's I really want something different. So I'm excited to collaborate. Yeah. And they, I, I never met them, but I share a lot of Clay's photos to Instagram because oh, he takes great yeah. photos. Yeah, he takes great um, photos. And he's then very talented. Who's has the Instagram? Is it. Uh, City wife, ranch life, or something oh, yeah, like that. Is that wife. his wife? Okay, that's I thought it was. That's his wife, yeah. There's a great photo that, 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 that she posted. I don't know who took it. I don't know if Clay took it or she took it, of just like the kind of driving the cow down the street. And it's it's probably Clay. I don't think it's she so really good. does photography. Yeah. He does really good, though. Um, but yeah, it's what a place down there, right? Such a place. S7, really right? cool place. S7 Ranch, I think is what they call it. Student uh, yeah. S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got to get or down 7S there. Or 7S or yeah. something like Yeah. Um, incredible place gosh there was something about that place that I was going to tell you oh Terry's mom you walk into Terry's house and it's so cozy and it's so homey it's a large home but it's so cozy but um Terry's not so much into interior design but yeah. she appreciates it and so you walk into her home and her mom which is in her 90s now yeah. She's just collected these things for Terry over. I mean, you can tell their life has just been cultured and it just has a right. story. They didn't just, you know, go to Mathis Brothers and buy all of their things. Yeah, this so, stuff has been used and oh, it has a it's purpose. Been, and yeah. Yes. And so she has incredible antiques and like an art collection and um, their ranch just really tells a story, which yeah. is really cool. I, I'm awesome. honored and flattered to be working on that, that ranch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna have to go and see it. I've yeah. got to get down there because um, uh, Shannon at the Hall of Fame told me that when she went down to visit, and I think they did the interview with with Terry when she was being inducted, she just said, "This war woman, you got to meet her. She's awesome." Yeah. Uh, talked about you know which cowboy hat do I need to wear today for the interview, and just just such a really cool person They're and just, honestly, um, real people, real hardworking family. Very humble too. I mean, yeah. you walk around and it's like. They don't point them out, but like they're on the cover of like all the magazines. <laughs> it's like I mean, they're just they're very unassuming and yeah. humble, and they're just great people. Mm -hmm. That's uh, why I love working in the ranching world with my ranching communities because right. the people are just salt of the earth. Yeah, it's uh, 
I mean, for me, I never grew up around it. I mean, people in the UK, they farm, but not, not nowhere near to the scale they farm out here. But I think a lot of people watch, is it, um, what's that TV show that they watch? Pioneer Woman? No, right, no, no, no. The, the ranching TV show, oh. Kevin Costner and... Oh, oh Yellowstone. Yeah, you watch yeah. Yellowstone and you just yeah. like, I want to be a cowboy now. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's not all that dark. <laughs> right. Yellowstone yeah, yeah, yeah. is pretty dark. It but, is pretty um, dark, but... Yeah, but it is cool. It's just that. fascinating. Yeah. Uh, going forward then, uh, future projects, what kind of like, do you want to, you know, I guess where would you like to take your, your business and your kind of vision and style over the next few years? I know you mentioned obviously your personal house is a, is a mm-hmm. goal to do over the next few years, sure. but what about yourself as a, you know, as, as your business? Um, right now I am, I feel like right now I'm kind of on the top of my game. Like all of my dreams that yeah. I had like wish to come to fruition. I mean, I am, I'm just blessed with some really cool yeah. projects right now. I mean, like, I feel like I, everything I have going right now is like once in a lifetime projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm in a really good spot and I just, I don't know. I don't know how it could go up from here, but, yeah. um, we just keep working hard. Right. And that yeah. just kind of happens. It's like doors just keep opening yeah. and you know, uh, we're, we're in a very fortunate spot to get to be very choosy about what mm-hmm. projects we take. And I just tell people, I'm like, it's really important that you really like me as a person and yeah. that we really get along because we're going to spend a lot of time together yeah. and we're going to, spend a lot of money together and we have to be on the same page for that, you know? And so, um, I don't know. Work's just really fun. Um, my kids are really fun right now. We just have some fun stuff going on. So how old are the little ones? Two, four, and six. Oh, so you have a hand. I mean, it seems like you've been mothering and parenting clients your whole life. So, (laughs) you know, having three kids, uh, you know, two, four, and six, just, oh, this is just normal Uh, now. There's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Just coddle the herd. Yeah. Uh, Do you have boys and girls? Uh, My youngest is a boy. So this is kind of funny. I wanted all boys. Yeah. I always thought I was going to have all boys. Uh, When I found out the first one was a girl, I'm the terrible person that like, thank you Jesus for a healthy baby. But, um, I cried for like two weeks cause I wanted it to be a boy. So come the second one and I'm like, Oh, but he's going to be a boy. Yeah. So I got another girl. So I was like, okay, we're going to try again. And my <laughs> husband's like, what if it's another girl? Like he didn't care, but right. I cared. I was like, I want a it's baby. Usually boy. the total opposite. Oh, it's right? usually the opposite about mom and wanted a boy. Yeah. So third time's a charm. I got my baby boy and he is the biggest daddy's boy it has nothing to do with me nothing nothing to do with me and i'm like okay you'll come back i'm just waiting for i'm just patiently waiting oh he is obsessed with my husband like obsessed he's a great dad so i get it but you know you just want him to, you're just kind of waiting for that time. He says, come on, mom, let's go do something. Right? All or my like, mom friends, they're like, yeah. oh, isn't that baby boy that, and I'm like, no, he doesn't even care. Like he doesn't <laughs> even care if I'm around. He's just a daddy's boy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We, you'll be able to play this back whenever he does. Yeah, train, I will. You know, however, One time in his life, he's yeah. going to come to my side. Yeah. That's awesome though. To be in that, like I said, all that hard work's come to where you're at. You know, things are going great. The phone's ringing or, you know, like yeah. I said, you're in a fortunate position to, to turn spot. down clients or even just say, Hey, I'm not ready right now. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to have these clients all across the state too, which is awesome. You know, you just mentioned 
going to the ranch, which is in Warica and Broken mm-hmm. Bow, and even up here, and it, it, that must be really special. Um, finishing up, then what you know, what is that like? Basically, not prove. I get it is proving your parents wrong, right? And just saying like. <laughs> You know, I'm sure they're super proud. Not in a bad way, but, but no, yeah, yes. you know, just kind of like it's that chip on your shoulder motivation, right? That gives you the extra edge that just says to mum and dad, you know, I know you didn't want me to do this, but like, you know, it, because it was, and, and you can see why it wasn't a thing growing up. It wasn't for them, a thing. You know? In their defense, it wasn't it was a thing. Fictional character. It was for them. Uh, somebody's wife might do this on the side, kind of a thing. Yeah. But like. You know, we just grew up in a place where you didn't spend money yeah. frivolously. And let's be real, like my job, the, let's be real, like everyone can live without a designer. Sure. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to cut the fat of your budget, mm-hmm. I'm going to go first. Yeah. So it's, um, it, it astonishes me. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Um, no, it, not in a bad way, but they are so, they've always been so well, yeah. supportive, yeah. but yeah, no, it's like who, who knew there's just not another time in history that I could have chosen to go into a career yeah. that blew up simultaneously. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, just like in a way being at the, the base yeah. of a great timing. Yeah. 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 Just the. The timing was just on great. The, you're on the rocket when it took off, basically, I, right? Yeah, just yeah. on the very tip. Uh, last question, finishing up then. Obviously, Instagram's a huge push of your business. You have a great following. You know, you spend a lot of time and you value your mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, I'm always talking about this. People who have great followings on Instagram that value it. Um, you know, how important for you is it? What do you? What is your kind of like, you know, do you obviously you spend more time in it and, and you value it, but what is like your process, right? Do you, you know, you, you take time into what you're posting, what you're talking about. I mean, it, it is an asset to your business. It's not just something that, Oh, I have an Instagram page like other businesses. Yeah. So I was really into Facebook, you know, yeah. for a while. And several years ago I had some younger girls work for me and they're like, Oh, Facebook is out. Instagram is in. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even know how to work it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, um, I, I didn't like it and I didn't want to do it, but I listened to them because yeah. I'm like, the younger generation is going to be dominating what happens next. And now I much prefer it. It gives you so much more opportunity than Facebook. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, just crazy. And it's, it, it really puts your business in its own like league, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, you just, it has changed my business. I mean, totally changed my business. So, um, it's really allowed me to, as they call it, like I'll go to classes on Instagram and it's really allowed me to quote unquote, like find my tribe. Um, and that, and that's my tribe of followers, people that, you know, people really want to get to know you as a person. So they want to know like where I live, what my kids are like, you know? And so that's where my story side of the story. And then you see the pretty stuff. So, I am not one of the people I probably should, but I don't like plan out my post like for weeks in advance. I'll kind of like whatever's going on in my life that day, Mm -hmm. I'll kind of write about it in a post and weave in, you know, some pictures. And I find that I get as much feedback on what the story is on that post than the picture. Yeah. And I find that fascinating because... Yeah, because you... Well, and that's that's because you've probably always done that from day one and you've always shown the people who follow you expect that. 
right? Yeah. If you were to post a picture and you just said a caption that was three or four words, they might think something's wrong. You might yeah. get a message saying, hey, they're okay, rather yeah. than you saying, hey, they use it as a blog style with photos, right? I don't and know it's if it's just, a fluke, but my new assistant, she's mm-hmm. tried to make a couple of posts. She's like, I don't know how to sound like you. And so the posts haven't performed very well. And she's like, I mean, I just really yeah. think it's like it's people, yeah. people know it's not me. And right. so that doesn't seem to work. Yeah. But I luckily I enjoy running my Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband yeah. probably gets, I do it at night when I crawl in bed to watch TV. Yeah. So um, he's probably like, oh, geez. But he also. But you sees, value it. It's important. Yeah. There could be times that you get into yeah. and you're like, I'm, you know, for, for even a week, you're like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. But then you're like, I do. No, I, I have got, weeks you know. and I'm like, I mean, I'll have periods where I'm like, I just, I'm not, yeah. I'm not feeling it. And so. Well, that's, that, that is the way that you do it though, isn't it? That's the good thing is it's yeah. you, isn't it? And yeah. I think the whole purpose of it is you get to show who you are, your family, your yeah. kids, your life. Mm-hmm. So the people following you actually get to know who yeah. Brett is yeah. rather than, oh, it's just a page I follow because it posts cool design pictures. Yeah. You know, when they read the caption, like you said, it's, you probably have a split. You have people who read it and care yes. or you have people who just like the design stuff that you post. Yeah. When you go to but, schools on Instagram, they're like, you know, test trial your audience because mm-hmm. some audiences will gravitate to the three word post right. and yeah. some will gravitate to your lifelong paragraph mm-hmm. and mine are very into my paragraphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's awesome. I mean, I mix it up, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. uh, well, thank you so much uh, yeah, for sharing. thank you. This has been great. Honored um, for you to ask. Like, thank no, you so much. Love, like I said, can't wait to check this place out. It looks awesome. Well, driving I'll give you the in. grand um, And I'll definitely post some pictures when, when the episode goes live of this oh, spot because yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I'm a huge lover of green. Um, well. And a, a plug for my friend. Uh, I have a friend of mine back home who has an Instagram page called Green Over Tan. Oh. And it's like the greatest follow ever. And okay. in like the last like two years, he's almost got 60,000 followers. Oh, wow. I and mean, he's blown up. Uh, a lot of design stuff. He's into the car world. So his, is, we always joke about stuff like that. But, uh, but his page and my page, because he's about to overtake me. And I've been doing it twice as long. Uh, <laughs> um, you have like 60,000 followers? 60.2, I think now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. And I, people, yeah, I, most, some people know it's a Welshman. Some people don't. I think most people probably don't because I don't put myself on it because um, it's more of a theme in there mm-hmm. rather than like me. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, Brad, for sharing yeah. some stories. Um, you know, Thank you. Just, just, it seems like that without even knowing, we've, we've seemed to have crossed paths. I didn't know I'd stayed in, in, in you know, oh, Sadie yeah, Vista. I didn't Rio know you designed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did say some really nice things in the video. Uh, you know, and just talking about about Clay and and, and Ch- Terry, everyone down mm-hmm. there, and, and just working with them. So um, seems like we've definitely crossed paths or worked together. When he opens somehow. the lodge, you'll have to, we'll go. Have to go. That'd be it. a good time yeah. to do it. Finally, though, for people listening, what remind them of your Instagram page, and then I guess your yeah, website sure. as well. It's just Designers Brew Instagram, all one word, obviously, and then um, same for my website, designersbrew.com. dot com. Awesome. And then really. Uh, Pinterest, everything is just that. So Mm, give us a follow. All right. For everyone listening, I'll put that in the description. And yeah, we will catch you next episode. Cheers. Yes, cheers. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.